Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to All Roads Lead to Pedos and Your Kids. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Thursday, July 13th in the year 2023. You know, the more that we watch this enemy move and this tyrannical government, the more it becomes clear that the only objective that they're after right now is to get control of the children. And that ultimately is one of the biggest threats that we've ever faced. And they're using every resource possible to disassemble the society, to break down culture, turn things on its head, and ultimately get it to where it's acceptable that children have a voice as early as four years old to make a choice to be raped by an adult, as if they have any consciousness of what that's about. This is completely about a global movement of pedophiles that are running under the banner of the LGBTQAI plus movement, being protected by the whole community, for the most part, of the LGBTQAI plus movement, with a flag which they stole from God except one little thing, the original rainbow had seven stripes. The new rainbow on their flag has six. And now trying to establish a satanic order in which the children are brought up in a culture that is sexualized, destroys their innocence, and secures the control of the world both spiritually and physically. And that is where we are. Patriots, one thing that is absolutely certain right now is that we need to have a defense plan for our family. And that begins with your skills and practicing those skills on a daily basis. And to do so, the best product out there is iTarget Pro. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities. And those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control and more iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS plus free shipping when you go to iTargetPro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I targetpro.com itargetpro.com offer code is bards now patriots as we know this whole thing has become everything they're doing is about making a mockery of the system and of course one of the most 
noisy ones going on right now is this whole nonsense with the cocaine in the White House. All this is is distraction. I mean, take a listen to this from one of the representatives today that was in the hearing with the Secret Service. Buddy Tim Burchett just left the most ridiculous meeting of all time with the Secret Service over the cocaine that was found in the uh, in the White House. So it turns out they don't know who did it. The investigation's going to be over at the end of the week, and they're not going to find out who, who did it. And that's basically it. Another cover-up. You know, it's the most secure building in the entire world. You can't go in there. They have facial identification. They have... You got to give your social security number. Nobody, even the press, nobody goes in there without them knowing. This is a bad look on the Secret Service and a horrible look on this White House. So more cover-ups continue. Cover-ups all the time because all it's doing is keeping everybody distracted from what the truth is. And when they have you talking about something this much, which is in the headlines in the media, it's in the headlines in all the Patriot news, they're not telling you... they're. They're telling you this so that you're not looking somewhere else. And probably that's going to sit somewhere within their policies and the continued unraveling of this society, as we know they're doing. Our generation here that we're dealing with, this new generation, is deeply brainwashed and deeply brain damaged, unfortunately. 30% of these people in the United States, which includes the new generation, believe that it's worthy of doing something illegal for the sake of climate change. Climate change as a religion and an ideological cult has seized control of the common sense thinking of many. And with it has come all of these other issues that come out of this, of an entitled culture that truly believes that the world must be changed because they're not being taken, they're not being recognized for the disabilities and problems that they have. This is a culture that is damaged it is always about wanting people to recognize that they have a problem and that they must be accommodated. Take a listen to this nonsense right here. Oh my God, please tell me that this is a parody account. So I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time, you know? And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else. And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job, you know, provided you're trying your absolute best to be there. And then they're like, your stupid generation wants to destroy the workplace. And yeah, I think that a culture where workers are just cut off because they struggle with being on time when there's other solutions that we can look to. I think that just anybody who thinks it's okay to just treat people like that. Yeah, that culture needs to be dismantled. And then I asked that person, how can you feel good about yourself upholding this kind of system? And then to think I'm entitled. No, if people think it's okay to treat others like this, uh, that's entitlement. Oh my God, you don't have time blindness. That's not a thing. What you do have is a case of massive disrespect and disregard for anyone else around you because you're acting like an entitled, lazy moron. All you have to do is freaking set your alarm clock earlier. This isn't rocket science. What you have is not a disability. It's not a health problem. It's not some sort of mental deficiency. It's a bad freaking habit. You can fix this. <laughs> time blindness. I'm going to have to use that one next time I'm late to a meeting. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm late, folks. I had time blindness. I'm, I'm getting treatment, but uh, 
please help me and be accommodating to me. Oh, my goodness. I actually have a really good response to that little girl. I watch as the nukes explode and kill the neighbor's kids. Rich men shoot out to space and watch us from their ships. Oh, yeah, baby, I'm telling you, take your pills and you'll be okay. Don't worry, just sit back and watch the nukes explode. <laughs> this generation is unbelievable. I'm telling you, if I was part of this generation, oh, well, yeah, I wouldn't. I would change my name or something. I I now associate with, uh, a, with another generation. You can do that, though. That's the best part. They can all identify as something else, which is fantastic. I'll tell you. Now... All of this is, is laying the groundwork for something we have to start really understanding, that these people are literally nuts, and they're psychopaths. You have to understand that they are building a new class of psychopaths to fill in the ranks below them. I don't know if you've already heard, but the military is now going to go forward with racial acceptance. They're not going to go with, with people recruiting people and promoting people by talent. They want to promote the idea of race. This is straight out of the Hitler handbook, just so I tell you. That means that you're going to get people that believe in command that people will uphold the, the Constitution as long as you can chop off your, your balls and you can cut off your breasts to be in command. I mean, this is literally where the military has gone. We have become corrupted from this entire corporate architecture that they call the United States of the corporate America. It is here, and it's all over. And on top of it, take a listen to this. This is, this is stunning on a global level. Okay, so... This is going to go over some of the military budgets around the world. In the final year of World War II, the U.S. spent about 38% of its GDP on its military. When adjusted for inflation, the military budget over the, those four years of war came to a staggering $4.1 trillion in 2022 and 2020 dollars. Almost 80 years later, modern-day military spending isn't much of a far cry from the World War II budgets. In 2022, global military budgets hit an all-time high of $2.2 trillion. That would be protect and defend while we have fentanyl flowing into our borders, children being groomed to cut off their balls and their breasts, and we have homeless populations that are skyrocketing across this nation. That would tie us into what they call Bidenomics, where we have literally seen an increase in the families with children, homeless population, by an unbelievable number. I mean, we are, we're seeing this explosion in homeless people that is now forcing a shocking 72,700 people in families with children homeless in 20 cities, all of which are being run by Democrats. That's right. That's right. Not that that should surprise anybody. I mean, the United States military budget alone is $876.9 billion dollars so we can funnel all sorts of crap to Ukraine while we dump that there and we do nothing at home. Oh, I'm sorry. But we do encourage Marines to wear skirts and high heels. The fighting force of the world, the mighty American soldier. And for any of the uh, great American soldiers that are in our chat, because I know we have a few, we love you, because we know that you stood up against the, the, this institution and you're still fighting, so please fight and continue. But nonetheless, we are dealing with a woke military. 
It's insane. And we're getting that at a bargain deal, $86.9 billion for you to be surveilled for the for the three-letter agencies to know everything about you, for the FBI to be able to use that data to arrest you and criminally charge you, and then lie to Congress. There you go. That's, that's the world we now live in. Now, in other news, Ray Epps is to be criminally charged for a role in the January 6th, and he blames Tucker Carlson. But really, we know how this is going to go. Even though they're telling you he's going to get three years, even if he gets three years, he's going to be put in a minimum security prison. He'll get out on, on probation in six months, and then they'll never be able to charge him again for what he really did, which was to set up one of the biggest scams and to use that as an iron fist against American patriots. He says he's afraid for his life living in a hotel, in a trailer. Okay, Ray. Well, that probably won't change in the near future, just telling you. So this is the world we're in. A world where, like I said, 30% of Americans believe that breaking the law to help over the help bring attention to the climate climate crisis is okay, but but abiding to the law and letting them take away your kids to have them groomed and turned into something other than they, what they were born as is okay. You starting to get the picture of how distorted we are as a nation? It's pretty sick, and it's not getting any better. But don't worry, because Exxon has come to the rescue. That's right. They are here. They are here to help. Exxon is. They have just bought Denbury for $4.9 billion. And you're going to ask yourself, now, what is Denbury? Why would they buy Denbury? And what the heck is Denbury? Why would you bring that up, Bart? Well, here's the deal. This is a wonderful CO2 pipeline. That's right. Exxon has bought the largest CO2 capture pipeline in the country, which I'm sure will help everything. Take CO2 out of the air, and what doesn't happen? Plants don't grow. And then what happens from there? Well, you can be guaranteed that if plants don't grow, then that means they're going to be getting you into eating food that comes from a Petri dish. That would be the lab-grown meat and food that grows in vertical agriculture facilities where they pump in that same CO2 into those facilities so that those plants grow well. You shall eat the bugs. You shall eat the bugs. It's unbelievable. And at the same time, the White House is moving to make sure that oversight of the Ukraine aid is prevented. They don't want anybody looking into how they're spending that Ukraine money. That would be something horrific. We don't want any accountability in our government. And as Americans, we sit by and we say, okay, no problem. I got it. It's just a corrupt government. Nothing we can do about it. And that's the exact problem right there. Because the real problem is growing on our streets. Like I said, we have a massive rise and national spike of family homelessness. Not just homelessness, but family homelessness. No one's talking to you in the midst of all this cocaine in the White House and all this other nonsense. No one is talking to you about the real issues. The issues of how they're slowly moving to make minor attracted children or whatever, the minor attracted adults or whatever they call that, maps, minor attracted persons, that's it. Can't even say it. Legal, which is, in other words, they're making them pedos a protected class. So if you say anything against a pedo, they can arrest you. And I'm still trying to struggle with the idea that when they arrest a pedo, like they did with the Olympic doctor that had had and had sex with Olympic girls. The only place we got justice was when he got in prison and they stabbed him like 10 times. So that part is just, I'm not getting this here. We're, we're letting them walk the streets, but hoping they get arrested so they can get into jail so that the prisoners can do the dirty work that we're afraid to do. 
that's a distorted picture of our world right there. An unbelievable upside-down world where we're letting the criminals walk the streets and the who we call criminals are doing the real justice that all of us should be doing. And by the way, I'm saying this really truthfully. I don't care what you think about criminals and who's in jail. And I'm, there are some bad people in jail. But it is a despicable idea that somebody who's in jail, who may be in jail for, say, a crime, maybe it's 10 years, 20 years, maybe they're on life, I don't know. But whatever opportunity they have for parole, they are willing to forfeit to destroy what they themselves appreciate as the most despicable people on earth that don't deserve to walk. I mean, I'm literally, if you're looking for where kingdom lives and the kingdom authority lives, look inside the walls because it's not out here in our world. I'll tell you right now, these freaks are walking around. These freaks are in our government. These freaks are in our school boards. These freaks are teaching your kids. True statement. It's absolutely disgusting. And the homeless, and then we get into this whole other issue when we start to look at what's the opportunity for these freaks, and it's only growing. As they break down our language, which they're doing right now, they do this through a process of, of deconstructionism, which started with Jacques Derrida, if you want to know. Jacques Derrida published the concept of deconstructionism. He did it in the 60s. He published three volumes that came out six months apart that became the foundation for the academic push to get to where we are today. He and a group of people that came out of the Frankfurt School that ultimately transformed the entire U.S. education system at the university level have completely reshaped the idea of language. Language had to be deconstructed. Today, you're seeing the extreme end of that which they call post-postmodernism. Postmodernism was that truth was a, per, a perception of individual reality. Post-postmodernism is whatever you're in today will change tomorrow. We are literally living in 1984 where the plurality of truth changes almost every day. And if you think I'm kidding, I'm, I'm not. I mean, this is getting to be so lunatic-driven, so absolutely insane that we are no longer even able to understand where we are in this world. Take a listen to this, ladies. They are trying to introduce a new name in the trans community for the vagina. Do you know, you have any clue? Did I tell I don't even remember if I told you this off air. You told me, and I legitimately thought that you were making it up for a second and just seeing if I would go for it because <laughs> the, it really does seem more and more like the, the trans activist community it's just trying to see how far they can push the insanity. It's never enough. There's no end to it. So the new, and I can't make this up, the new word for vagina that the left is trying to bring to the American public, bonus hole. They are, tr I, 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 I swear to you this is true, they are now trying to refer to the vagina as a bonus hole. What in the world is going on? I can tell you what's going on. This is called a satanic demonic attack on humanity. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting here with all the authorities given to us in the world by our Father God, and we're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I read it in the Bible somewhere. I guess, I guess, I guess it's okay. I guess we can say no to him, but I don't know. I'm a little bit afraid. A little bit afraid that these people might get to my kids. I just nonsense that we're living in right now. Absolute insanity. And it never, it never stops. And at the same time, you've got all this fear porn going on. Fear porn like, we're going to be in World War III. 
Ukraine joining NATO confirms that we are on the cusp of a major global conflict. Let's talk about it. Just a few days ago, leaders agreed to expedite Ukraine's membership into NATO. But if you remember around mid-October of last year, Russian officials said that if NATO decides to have Ukraine join their organization, there will be World War III. And now they're looking to do so. As I've been stating multiple times, we will be in a major global conflict before 2027. It is not only inevitable, it is necessary. Major global conflicts are used to crash the current banking and world system at the time in order to build a new one in its place. This happened in 1945 after World War II, and this is no different. This is all according to patterns that Ray DeLeo discusses in his book, Changing World Order. They need this conflict to take us from the industrial age to the quantum age. I'm not buying it. I'm buying into it. Not going to endorse it. It's nuts. This is literally what they're doing. And at the same time, by the way, just so you know, in the midst of one of the greatest awakenings of child sex trafficking, DOJ has decided that child sex trafficking is no longer an issue and took it off their website. Yeah, that's true. Now, Patriots, this has got some rough language in it. I want you to hear this piece. I don't know that I'll play the whole thing, but I want you to hear part of it. This is the sentiment of what they're building. And it's very important to comprehend this sentiment, to appreciate that where we are, they're trying to break everybody down, wear everybody down so that they can introduce the solution. They're not going to need a world war. Trust me. They're going to push everybody to the limit of world war, make you believe that there's going to be a world war, but they don't need it. They might have it. Might, they might do something crazy. They might drop an EMP. They might drop something like that. But as far as a global world war, they don't need it. What they need is to wear people down so they become compliant. So take a listen to this guy. Anybody else sick of this shit yet? The ups and downs. The it's coming. Get readies. Fucking pretty sick of it. Tell you what. I would have swore this shit was going to go down years, a year ago. At this point, I mean, I got pissed this week. I I sold my fucking car. I, I feel like I've just had a mental breakdown. Sold my car, bought a bunch of bullshit, food, beans, rice. <laughs> Not too interested in the sympathy here. It's just like, what the fuck? Well, I, I don't quite get it. I can't wrap my head around it. What are we all still doing here? Just fucking off. Going to work, not working, whatever the fuck's going on. What are we still doing here? Get privileged with the veil being lifted. Only to be privileged with the fact of knowing that you can't do shit about it. And right there is the words for the win right there. That is what they're trying to get everyone to believe that you have no power to wear people down to where when they bring in the solution, everybody's going to be so desperate that they're going to accept it. Now, what does that solution look like? And you know what it is. It's 15-minute cities. And it's all about getting people consolidated into a single place, a mindset first. And in wearing people down to such a degree, you feel like you have no power, you have no way of controlling this, that when they roll in finally, particularly in the cities, homeless is off the charts, drug use is off the charts, inner city violence is off the charts, the media is pumping at 24-7, 24-7, 24-7, overwhelming people completely. 
And then all of a sudden they roll in and they go, oh, okay, we got a solution for you. We're going to give you a UBI. But not before they get you so panicked about the children that instead of looking at the problem, they start to introduce a solution. Now, I want you to hear this, and I'm going to talk about the solution in a second, but I want you to hear this because these are some legitimate questions of uh, tying into this whole picture of what exactly Sound of Freedom is doing in terms of their agenda, not ours. Sound of Freedom is awakening us to what, to the core of everything. Remember, every, all roads lead to the pedos and your children. Everything they're doing, including these 15-minute cities, leads you to the understanding or the giving up so that you are willing to give up anything to get sanity back, including the control of your kids. This is where they're heading. And there's many people that are at that brink. And so then Sound of Freedom comes out and everybody starts to get a little bit of spark and going, okay, wait a minute. Now we've known this for years, but the people are waking up going, I can't believe this is so horrific, which is unbelievable. It took them this long, but it, it, whatever. And so people are starting to wake up. But now what they're doing here is the question is, what are they going to do with this narrative? Because Sound of Freedom has a dual-edged sword. If we do something with it, great, but they are already doing something with it. So listen to some of these questions. So I know I'm going to catch a little flack for this, but I have questions. And when I have questions, I ask them. So this movie drops. It's bringing major attention to the most evil shit that this world has ever seen. So that's a good thing. And before you guys feed me to the wolves, just understand I'm a retired combat veteran. I spent over 21 years in the military. And a portion of my career, I conducted anti-narco human trafficking operations in certain locations around the world. So I've seen this firsthand. I've operated against this evil. Now, with that being said, over the past decade, all I've been hearing about is certain celebrities that were possibly making documentaries, not movies, documentaries about human trafficking and children. And then they mysteriously die. The theory about Paul Walker, Anthony Bourdain, all of this. So with this movie being released, I sit around and ask myself, what makes these two individuals so special? How come these two individuals are the chosen ones to bring this evil into the light? Then you have to ask yourself, how did Hollywood allow it? Now, I'm not trying to personally attack the two individuals that created this movie, but instead of making a Hollywood production, you have a, a person that's involved that has boots on the ground. Why didn't you make it a documentary? And then I have another question. Why, why are they only talking about human trafficking in certain areas of the world? The United States is one of the biggest hubs for human trafficking. Was it too close to home? Were certain people that helped produce and support this film possibly be indicated and then i think if i was going to control a narrative because there's no way no way you're going to be able to keep the lid on this forever if i was connected to this evil how could i control what people think i guess what i'm saying is if you look like the good guys you control the narrative and where it goes i also want to remind you that department of homeland security still cannot identify where eighty thousand plus children that showed up to the border are right now missing, no contact.
So however good this movie is bringing this evil into the light, we got bigger problems at home in regards to the same evil. Maxwell is arrested and charged for human trafficking to no one here. Epstein's list is probably the most protected secret document in the United States today. Again, more questions than answers. Questions that are important questions to ask. Here's the deal, and I've said this from the very beginning. There's multiple levels of this film, and part of it is that this film is awakening people's hearts and awareness in a level that they would not have been awakened before. And that's God's hand working in this film. I've even said it. This film literally has the power of the Holy Spirit with it. But this film is funded by some people behind the scenes as the more we dig that are questionable. I'm not getting into the debate between Jim and Tim in this film, not doing it. But I am telling you that there are some questions about what's going on with the opposite side. And you should always ask those questions because these people never let anything play out without having a counter move. Never. Right now, most likely what they're trying to do is to get the attention of child sex trafficking going outside of our borders. Everything that we're talking about here, which I've talked about extensively and we'll talk about much, much more about the direction of Operation Vineyard is domestically because there are no operations to work with kids domestically. But they want to get your attention going outside the borders to pay attention outside instead of realizing inside. So let's go back inside and take a look at what they're really doing. What's happening inside the United States, breaking down the cities, breaking down the family, getting drugs and fentanyl on the streets that is getting down to the kids, having our teachers support a doctrine that is teaching kids to be confused about their gender, confused about their race, developing race hatred, breaking the economy, leaving people at the mercy of the entire federal government, using the federal government, the FBI, the IRS, other agents, agencies within there to be the strong arm of the law to enforce this insane pedo agenda while crushing American patriots. All of this to wear people down to get to the place where they believe that they do not have any hope. They cannot do anything about it, just like you heard in the interview previously to this or the, this clip I played previous to this. People are losing hope. So what happens? They will introduce the 15-minute city. And what is that going to look like? In the end of the day, they're going to polish that turd to make it look wonderful. They're going to have the universal basic income. That's going to come in. But remember, UBIs are not money. UBIs are credits. It's just like the credit points you get when you do flight miles or you do air, miles for your hotel or miles for your bonus points when you shop at your local grocery store, Kroger, Costco. Whatever. Costco doesn't have points, but whoever. Those are what, that's what your credits are. That's what the CBDC will ultimately be, a digital currency that is no currency at all. It's credits, and those credits will be allocated in certain categories. And those categories will be tied to a universal basic income because they will come in with a solution after they've demolished the middle class. They've broken people emotionally. They've got them so worn down, and now they will roll them in into the corporate-controlled zones which then in doing so, you will lose all of your control. They will do things like your children must go to their public education system. It will be free. It will be advanced. We'll teach you a computer stuff. You'll work in the meta world. We'll get, they'll polish that one to make it look great. But you will not have any choice to protect your children. If your child is brainwashed, and they will be, 
to believe that they are a Rottweiler, then they will be able to identify as a Rottweiler. And if you disagree with it, the child will be taken away and replaced and placed into a family that believes that children should be dogs and should be treated like them. This level of slavery is unbelievable. And the problem is it is that people are doing this with their own free will. And they're doing it because they, they don't have an anchor in understanding where this fight is coming from. They don't know how to process this level of information warfare and psyop. They have no relationship, deep relationship with Jesus and with our faith. And in so doing, are getting deplatformed off the rock of faith and thrown into the platform of sand. And it's quicksand. And it's sucking them down. They haven't done any preparations over the years. They haven't paid attention. They're now at the last moment. They're looking in desperation. They talk about things like, I've sold this. I bought this. I started to prep. Nothing's happening. I'm impatient. That's because the McDonald's culture brainwashing is settling in. These people that are running this, this grift understand that time is their greatest weapon. And they are moving this incrementally. Like I said, they don't need a world war. They need the stress of you believing in a world war. And they don't need to worry about taking your children. They just need to have the stress of you believing your children will get will be taken by the state. So instead, people in, will be compliant. They'll be like, I don't want that happening to me. I'll let my child decide that they want to whack off their balls. Or I'll give them, I will give them hormone replacement therapy. All of this is classic in how a communist takeover happens. They go after the children. So let's roll back. Russians, Soviets, not Russians, because you have to make a distinction between modern Russia and Soviet Russia. Soviet Russia, Afghanistan, the 80s. What was, the, what was the, their main strategy? Spetnaz was tasked with going into the villages and assassinating the elders. Why? Because they severed the elders' knowledge from wisdom from the village. They are an oral history culture. Much of the wisdom comes over time and relationship and nurturing with the elders to the village. They severed it. That's interesting. That's exactly the attack they did with COVID because they went in and they attacked the elderly. And we quietly as a nation sat by and we cried and moaned as, these, as the crisis actors played out their role of kissing their parents through plastic barriers and through sitting at the glass. And then people went along with it. They sat there and they read books to their elderly parents at the windows. They couldn't have contact with them. And people went along with this and watched their family die. Once you get people willing to watch people die in misery, you control them in a big, big way. That echo is like a dark echo of a demon that settles into the heart. It's a compliance that settles into the heart and you no longer have any will to fight. They knew what they were doing. Next was the strike that came quietly with the shot. The mass gave everybody the compliance of being slaves and willful slaves. The death of the elderly broke their will. By free will, by the way. People accepted this. They didn't protest it. I said all along, had my parents been inside of a nursing home, I will guarantee you what would have happened. My Jeep, my 12 thousand pound winch and that front door would have been going to work together and that door would have been removed my jeep would have gone inside anybody that would have got in my way i literally would have laid them down with a 45 and i would have walked in and rescued my parents at any cost it will never have happened in my life but we didn't have enough of that attitude in our culture we had compliance and here's the incredible part 
People were paying these groups. Think about this. In a retirement home, that money, that's not cheap. You're talking retirement homes that are costing three, six, nine, twelve thousand dollars a month. And people are paying this. All they had to do was stop paying it and they'd get their parents out, but they were paying it and going, Oh, I gotta keep mom and dad in there. That's a sickness I can't even describe in this culture. A sickness that had never any value for their parents and for the retired elderly in this nation. That's us as a nation. Then they go after the children. And how did they do it? They, everybody's got to get a shot, and then they start talking about protecting the children. And after the parents have already been broken in their will to fight, and they roll up their sleeve and they say, sure, give me the shot. Oh, yes, I got to do it for my kids. They do that. They have already set the conditions to move people into these 15-minute internment camps. And many people will go. Don't think they won't. Because they have given up their will to fight because they have given into the fear that never existed, but that they believed. And now the problem is this. They believe so much in the stupidness that they were living that when they start to learn the reality, many are too embarrassed and too prideful to accept it, so they will fight stubbornly to, be, to prove that they were right and even though they were wrong. And they will do so by saying, well, look at this. We've got this new opportunity, a UBI. Yeah, what's that look like in a 15-minute city? After you lose control of your kids, you're going to lose control of them many different ways. Energy, oh, by the way, energy is a dirty thing in these new cities. You have to have clean energy. You can't have anything other than clean energy. But there's not enough battery power. There's not enough of any of the minerals we need to make batteries in the world. So what are they telling people? Don't worry. We're going to solve the battery shortage by starting 330 mines in the next 12 years, even though the Biden administration has stopped any sort of mining in the United States. This isn't going to happen. These are all just nonsense. And the people that are indoctrinated into this are literally retarded. They're not able to think past this. They were damaged in, before. They were severely damaged in COVID. And now they're just an effective walking zombie. You don't need a, to watch Walking Dead to see zombies. All you have to do is walk out into the world and see these people existing, still people with masks, some without. They are literally brain dead. And that is our enemy. This is right out of the Matrix the movie when you see the woman in the red and he, he, he brings Neo back and then he reminds them, those people will fight to defend the Matrix and will become your enemy because they can't let the Matrix go. It defines their life. This is where we are. So the way ahead is going to have to be for us to visualize, live into, and construct a parallel economy and a parallel government. And these are the things that when we talk about Operation Vineyard and we talk about Bard's Nation and we are talking to other people doing similar things, we have to find ways to work together. And the common mindset will have to exist outside of the world that they want to build. They are trying to convince people to comply and to walk willfully into the internment camps. That's the only way they're going to win this. They're not going to do it with a nuclear war. It's too devastating for them. They don't have enough control and it's too much problem rebuilding the world. They need human slaves, and most importantly, they need your children. They need them for so many reasons. They need them for their sexual pleasure. They need them to ensure that the future generations are traumatized and they can, they're part of an MK, partly programmed like MKUltra. They need your children for all sorts of nasty things because one of this, this industry, which is one of the fastest growing industries in the world, is pornography. 
and they represent and the child sex trafficking and pornography industries represent a, an emerging economy that's greater than any economy on the earth. It makes the defense budgets look small. It makes the industri- military industrial complex look small. It makes drug trafficking look small. So don't think that they're not thinking that way. Follow the money. Your children are the commodity that they need to sustain. So in the end of the day, as we have talked about Operation Vineyard, as we talk about a direction forward, with all this noise and confusion that they're doing, and they're doing a lot of it, distractions here, distractions there, Hunter Biden, the cocaine in the White House, all of this is to take your eye away from the critical thing that's going on. Even that measure of sound of freedom, which has an amazing effect on people, but it's missing the mark intentionally. They don't want you to look internally. We are the problem. The United States is the problem. We are morally bankrupt. We are the one that has these freaks walking around with their junk hanging out. This is literally the world we have. And by the way, there's already a new video out showing a guy walking down the street with with a rainbow hat on. Tell, asking a cop, can I, and he literally says this, can I walk around with my penis out? And the cop says, sure, no problem. Cops are lost. Don't rely on this. We have to build an, an architecture of a new system. It needs to be built on common law. It needs to be rooted in our Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and it has to be anchored firmly in Scripture and Bible. We have to build our own capacity, meaning we have to build our own networks of food channels, and things that we need in the basics, a whole new economy. And where did this happen before? It happened in revolutionary America. That's exactly what happened then. We are occupied. And just like revolutionary America, there was a whole bunch of people that had their head inverted and walking around thinking the British were good people as they were raping the cities and women in the cities and burning down villages and towns, all that sort of good stuff that the Redcoats were so well known for. So we are in that same position. The question is, are you in the position in the heart of a patriot to do the right thing, to be able to step away from this? You're not going to get a solution through the vote. They are pushing this vote thing so insanely, you have to start asking questions. You should be. President Trump has given us these, he's not even involved in the debates, and somehow he's going to become president. Look, I don't know how that works. I don't know how you have a pathway to presidency when we haven't fixed 2020. And no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to touch it. So they highlight these little changes like, oh, Texas isn't going to have Dominion machines, as if that's going to fix everything. This problem that we are dealing with is not just little pieces. It's an entire architecture that was designed intentionally, by design, over the years, to make sure that every nook and cranny had so many residual corrupted pieces in it that there was no way for people to ever escape unless you simply say, I'm done. I'm done. And that ultimately is at the core of everything in Bard's Nation and Operation Vineyard going forward is to build through the network with a singular focus of rescuing, healing, and restoring the children. Because if we focus on that piece and solve that, the ripple effects solve everything else. And it's, it's a massive wave that we create. But we've got to stay focused. And the problem we have here is that Americans right now are getting caught in all this noise and confusion. They're getting worn down. 
They're ready to comply. They're getting on their knees, ready to go, okay, just give me what I get. And literally, they're going to suffer the pain of compliance. We cannot comply. That's a simple fact. It's the only way forward. And if we follow that rule and look at that in every step of our life, we have a great opportunity to break away and ultimately conquer back what they stole from us. These people, these people are sick. And sadly, they have damaged a large percentage of our culture that I don't know that emotionally, mentally, physically, these people can ever be recovered. We can pray on it. We can pray for them. We can seek incredible healing through God. And maybe that will be the case. But we have to live with them for right now. And they're still caught in this trap of the matrix. And they are not, they are going to be the barriers to what we, we might consider a normal path towards change. So we have to make a step outside the system. All of these pieces now are starting to come together. We have to become the Continental Congress and the alternate economy of the patriots that will now stand up against the tyranny that this, our founding fathers knew we would face. We have the duty to throw off this form of government. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you today blessed, humbled, and before you by our free will in a fire in our hearts to save the children, to rescue, to heal, to restore, knowing that as we work through that process in all of its various capacities, the greatest challenge we have in, with the youth in this world to rescue, to heal, to restore, we will in that process solve all the other problems that we face. A singular focus as an army to do the greatest thing the kingdom could ask, which is to rescue, to heal, and to restore the children. And in the process, we will rescue and heal and restore ourselves, the family, and this nation. Father, we're praying right now for really the dread champions of righteousness to stand and be bold, to raise up, to use our authorities, to bring to the courts of heaven those that must be judged, to pray for healing for those that must be healed and to stand mightily in the face of this evil, duly handed, one with the sword of the spirit and the other with the sword of steel, ready to stand our ground and hold our ground at any cost. This is the hour. This is the glory in which we live for, knowing that we have already been given all that we could ask. The sacrifice of our Savior has given us life everlasting. Let us now uphold what he gave us in life. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots, time to buckle down and be real. Time to get loud and noisy in your communities. Time to task in. What I will tell you is we have a lot of things going on in process right now. Bards Fest 2 is going to address a lot of this in actual physical ways. We're going to be talking a lot more about this in the coming weeks. We have information resources compiling quickly to try to build a great shape and vision of where this all has to go. And we're not alone. There's other networks that are coming to the same conclusion, which is great. There's many Patriot networks around the country that we need to start reaching into and bridging relationships with. But we have a task and a mandate before us, and we have to pursue that, a commission the Father gave us. And through that commission of rescuing, healing, and restoring the children, all of these other issues will be addressed because we have to in order to accomplish that mission successfully. 
Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost.
but we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.